You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey, everyone. Tim McMaster here along with our MLB.com Nationals reporter, Bill Ladson. And, Bill, you look at this Nationals team, and, boy, Daniel Murphy has kind of put this team on his back and, and carried them, especially with Bryce Harper not having as good a May as he did in April and being banged up right now. But when you look at Murphy after Tuesday night, he goes two for four, hits yet another homer, uh, the average up to 397, which is basically at this point in the season – Historically good, 47 hits in the month of May, which ties the Nats slash Expos record. Uh, I mean, I know the Nationals had high expectations for what this guy could do when they signed him in the offseason, but he has to be blowing away even the highest expectations. He is. Uh, I got to tell you, um, I think uh, it goes back to the postseason. He was so hot there. It's carried over to now, and it's unbelievable to watch him uh, play, so been great what what stands out the most to you i mean he's obviously doing it with the power that we saw in the postseason last year and that's something that's come on later in his career but to to hit for the power and for the average i mean what strikes you the most of, or what impresses you the most about his approach at the plate he uses all of his, he uses the whole field um he goes the other way goes the left field goes all over the place and i think excuse me that's what that's what has impressed me the most, and uh, I got to tell you, um, watching him play, I just never expected him to be this good. I mean, we expected average defense, which he has done, and uh, offensively, he just been—he's just been doing the job, driving in runs, uh, hitting home runs. I mean, he's gone beyond, I think, the Nationals, what the Nationals expected. Yeah, and the defense is obviously the one thing that people have always kind of questioned and, and he struggled with at times. When he hits the way he's hit, you can kind of look the other way a little bit on the defense, but the defense has been okay, certainly, and, and not a real negative for him. It's been quite a start to the season in his Nationals career. All right, I mentioned Bryce Harper banged up now. He gets hit in the knee. Uh, he was out of the lineup on Tuesday. Bill, it seems like there's not going to be any situation here as far as a disabled list, but when do you expect Harper to be able to get back in the lineup? Hopefully uh, by the next series. Um, you know, I think uh, he'll be okay. I mean, it's, he's still sore now, and uh, it's, you know, like he said, like Dusty said, it's day to day. So we have to see what happens. Uh, Joe Ross pitched on Tuesday night, and he's almost exactly right now to the one-year anniversary of his Major League debut. That was June 6th of 2015, and it seems like he's just kind of gotten better and better since getting called up by the Nationals. On Tuesday night, seven innings, three hits, one earned run. He walked a couple of guys. He struck out five, obviously against a Phillies lineup that's offensively challenged, to say the uh -huh. least. But overall, Ross lowers his ERA to two three seven. And he has been just, I mean, when you look at this rotation, obviously you have the guys that really stand out at the top with Scherzer and Strasburg, but Ross is right there and, and just a little bit behind those guys. This is what Dusty Baker expected. He expected Joe Ross to be this good. I mean, as you see, he's giving him the chance to go deep in games. He did it last week. He did it again this week. I mean, I, I think uh, he's, he's expecting Joe Ross to go at least seven innings, uh, almost every start. So um, I don't. I, I think if you talk to Dusty Baker, he's not surprised by what he's doing. 
They've gotten great starting pitching, that's for sure, and they've also gotten great work out of Jonathan Papelbon at the end. And I thought Dusty Baker had a good quote the other night. Uh, Papelbon comes in in Philadelphia, and obviously there's always a little extra excitement in the air when he enters a game in Philly where the fans don't love him like maybe they, well, maybe even when he was there they didn't love him. But uh, but there's some negativity there, obviously. He gives up back-to-back doubles to open up the ninth. He allows a run, but then he gets the save. And, and Dusty Baker said, you know, he bends, but he doesn't break. And, Bill, when you look at the numbers, the velocity's down a little bit from a year ago. Um, you look at opposing hitters and what they've done against his pitches, and, and the averages are kind of surprisingly high. But despite all that, Papelbon just gets it done night after night. Yes, he does get it done, and he's more than that. He's uh, more hes more of a leader on this team, believe it or not. If you talk to uh, some of the players on the team, like Gio Gonzalez and even Joe Ross, I mean, Papelbon's a guy who um, tries to help his teammates, try to help them uh, work on being accountable for what they do. So uh, I got a hand to Papelbon. Papelbon has been great so far. We'll see how long this lasts. You know, um, I've said this before to you. He's 35 years old. We'll see. You know, I, I question whether or not he's past his prime or not. And uh, it'll be interesting to see if he lasts as the closer. You mentioned him holding players accountable. And I guess when you look back to the skirmish last year with Bryce Harper, that's what he was trying to do. Harper not running out uh, the pop-up. Uh, maybe it didn't go about the way it should have. But that's basically what he was doing. I think we got to give some credit to the Nationals for allowing that situation to kind of blow over and work itself out so that they still have a valuable pitcher because I think there's some teams that when that happened, when the MVP gets in a fight like that with a player, Papelbon would have been gone, whatever it took to get rid of him. But the Nationals were smart enough and, and I guess looked ahead enough to know that eventually this would blow over. It wasn't worth just getting rid of Papelbon because he's still a valuable pitcher. And now it seems to have all worked itself out, and, and they're, pay, they're getting the benefits of that. Right, and, and the players really like him. And uh, I think if the players had had dislike for him, I think the Nationals would have tried to trade him. But, I mean, that's far, it's, far, it's far from hating him. I mean, they really like this guy, and uh, he's going to be there hopefully for the rest of the season. When you look at, at this team, they're going to get some, some pitching help here, Bill. Matt Belisle making his last minor league rehab appearance on Tuesday. He's about ready to come off the DL. Are they at a point now in the season where that bullpen could use a little extra depth and, and use some help? Well, you know, the bullpen has been pretty good. I yeah. mean, there hasn't been really any problems. Uh, Felipe uh, Rivero has been out of his slump. Uh, Sammy Solis has done a great job. So, I mean, yeah, depth, that's for sure. But uh, the question is, you know, who does he replace? Because everyone has really done a great job in that bullpen. Yeah, is there a spot for him? I guess we'll find that out sooner or later. One more thing I wanted to touch on, Bill, on a kind of a down note, a sad note. Uh, terrible news for Taylor Jordan. Uh, second Tommy John surgery last week. And you hear Tommy John, it's bad enough. Generally, guys are able to come back. But a second one is a much bigger question mark. He's a guy that was uh, a pretty high prospect not that long ago, uh, did get up to D.C., and he looked like he would be pretty good. What do you remember uh, back a few couple of years ago when Taylor Jordan was up with the Nationals? Uh, what kind of a pitcher did you think he was going to become before he had the health issues? Well, he was a highly touted prospect in 2013, and uh, he was really uh, 
everyone thought we'd make the rotation the next year. But he didn't. But he did uh, make it the next year. But he got hit hard, and then he continued to have elbow issues, and also ankle issues. And uh, that's been his problem most of his career. It's an injury. So, well, this is his second Tommy John surgery. And you hope that he can finally uh, make it back with this one. Yeah, hopefully he's one of the success stories as far as a second Tommy John surgery. We'll see how that goes. Obviously, we're talking a year, year and a half before he's going to be able to make his return to the mound. All right, great stuff as always. This has been MLB.com Extras, our Nationals edition. For Bill Latz and I'm Tim McMaster. Tune in again next week. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go. Every night, on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.